Greetings from Hosanna Free Lutheran Church in St. James, Minnesota. Our goal for this radio broadcast is that you might grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. This is the goal for everything that we do, whether it's our 9 a.m. Sunday school, our 10.30 worship, or our men's and women's Bible studies. If there's any way that we can help you grow further in your relationship with Jesus, please do not hesitate to contact us. We pray that this would bless you. And I read in Jesus' name, Luke 13, 22 through 30. Oh, 1,110, you black people. There we go. I didn't even look there. (laughs) Oh, well. I read in Jesus' name. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, And you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us. Then he will answer you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourself was cast out. And people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. Here ends our scripture reading. Let us pray. Father, as we come to study your word, I ask that your spirit would be poured out upon us. Lord, that we might see and know and understand and apply and live out your truths. Lord, that your kingdom might come even unto us. Lord, may you be glorified through us. May you be revealed, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. So our sermon today is entitled Strive because that's that's the command that Jesus gives to us here in this passage. And, you know, as, <clears throat> as I was well, studying this text and, and reading through this, it's interesting because as Jesus is going about from town to town, Jesus is going through preaching, he is, he is evangelizing, he's speaking to the Jewish people, and yet one of his disciples says, Lord, aren't there going to be many who are saved? And so as, as Jesus is going about evangelizing, it seems that he's not getting a lot of converts. He's not getting a lot of people that are following him because what's going on here, Lord? What's happening? And so when, when Jesus hears that, where does he draw the focus? Does he draw the focus on all of those that are rejecting or does he draw the focus to those who are following? Those who are following. You know, Don't worry about that yet. That's not the point. Don't let that be your focus. Lord, there's all these unsaved here. Don't let that be your focus right now. Here's the first question. Here's your first command. Strive. You strive. Lord, who are are those who are being saved? Ah, sorry. Got too many translations in my head. (laughs) Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, strive to enter the the narrow door. Some translations say gate. 
whatever. Strive. So this is, this is to us. This isn't to them. This is to you and me. This is to those who are following Jesus. Strive. You strive. Well, what about them, Lord? You, no, no, no. You strive to enter the narrow door. So first off, he says that it's narrow. You know, that's, that's important. There are, is there more than one door? No, there's only one. It's Jesus. I am the door. I am the way. I am the gate, he says. Enter into Jesus. Enter into the kingdom. You strive. And so what are we being called to do? We're being called to put energy into this, right? You and I. Is Christianity supposed to be passive? No. We're called into this. You know, we who have been given much, we're told that to whom much is given, much will be required. Have we been given much? Yeah. Yeah. You know, is that supposed to be this legalistic burden that weighs down our shoulders? No. But it removes all excuses. I am called to strive. Does this mean we don't trust Jesus? No. But this means that we strive into that trust in Jesus. We're supposed to lean into that. We're supposed to work towards that. How can I trust Jesus more? How can I trust Jesus bigger? How can I trust Jesus deeper? How can I trust Jesus better in each of these aspects, in each of these parts, in each of these parcels of my life? How can I trust Jesus with that? Because he'll tempt us. He'll give us. No, he doesn't tempt us, but he does test us. He'll give us opportunities. He'll try us to prove our faith. And that, uh, that idea of proving your faith is uh, it's the idea of showing what it really is. It's not for his sake, but it's for ours. It's for the sake of bringing up that which needs to be repented of, that which needs to be turned away from, that which needs to be cleaned out. Just like the sun shining on my windows. You know, what's the difference between the sun shining on my windows and the sun shining on Janet's windows? Shines directly through Janet's windows. <laughs> so what is it that makes the sun that reveals the sun on my windows. It's like that, where does that dust come from? Does the sun make it? No, it just reveals it. So what are these tests? What are these trials? What are these hardships? What are these things that we go through that try to draw us away from Christ and draw us to trust in ourselves? What are they? They're opportunities for us to strive. Strive to the kingdom. Aim for that. Put your energies towards that. Use your gifts for that. Seek that goal. Strive for the kingdom. Because we strive for all sorts of things, right? Strive to become rich. Strive to become famous. Strive to become powerful. Well, I can't do that. (laughs) Strive for these things. No, Jesus says, strive to enter the narrow door. This is what you're supposed to be striving for. This thing. Where is your aim? What is your goal? What is your life about? Is it about this or is it about something else that's going to pass away? About something that's going to be gone in a moment? I started following a new blog um, and they were talking, one of the things they talked about was all of the, all of the injuries that happened in the last Mr. Olympia contest. Mr. Olympia? I think it's Olympic. The, the bodybuilders. 
And they were talking about all the, all the injuries that all of these bodybuilders faced and how many of them were not able to even enter and get into the higher rounds because of the injuries they faced by trying to enter into this. And it's like, how quickly can something be taken away from you? They work all year for these things. And then in the moment, one guy was doing deadlifts to try to strengthen his hamstrings and he tore a hamstring a week before the contest. All of that work that he did for that year to get into this contest, poof. Now he can't even enter. How quickly can something be taken away? Don't strive for things that pass away. Strive to enter the narrow door. This is what we aim for. This is what's important. This is what we put our energies for. So that we might trust Jesus in all of these things. Because Christianity has never been made to be passive. And that's what happens here. We get all these passive people. When the time comes, what happens? They start knocking at the door. Lord, open to us. The door is shut by this time. Lord, open to us. Then he will answer, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate ate and drank in your presence. You taught in our streets. So what what did they do? We were there. But Lord, we were there. You were by us. You were around us. I, I, I read that and it's like, Lord, is this us? Is this me? Am I just being passive in this or am I seeking you? No, because what, what excuses will we use? Well, Lord, I went to church. Well, Lord, I was baptized. Well, Lord, I gave my, I dedicated my life to you in a confirmation. Isn't that enough? Now, what was your life about? Was it about me? That one time I ate and drank in your presence. This is actually singular. It happened once. Don't you remember that, Jesus? You remember when that happened? I remember it. But it didn't go anywhere after that. That was all it was. You taught in our streets. We heard you. Don't you remember me in the crowd? Yeah, but it never went further. Jesus calls us to have it go further. So if he's teaching us, who are we living for? What are we doing with those teachings? That's a hard question, isn't it? What am I doing with them? Am, Am I bringing them into my life? Am I saying, Lord, how do I live this out? Or am I saying, that's nice. Wonderful. I'm going to go doing my own thing again. Do we bring it in? Do we make it part of us? Do we strive that in us? To bring all aspects of ourselves, all parts and portions of ourselves, our mind, our emotions, our strength, do we strive to bring that under Jesus' lordship, submitted to him, given to him, entrusted to him? Are we doing that? Our lifestyles, the way that we live our lives? You know, as Protestants, we talk a lot about what's inside of our heart. We don't talk a lot about what's in our hands. But both of those are supposed to be submitted to Jesus, aren't they? They're all supposed to be his. Both my heart and my actions, they both matter because they both come really out of the same thing. So we're called to bring it all to him. The cool thing is he does accept it. But what is he, what is he calling us to do? He just says, come, strive, come. 
Because it's not about your striving, but it's about his lordship. If he's not Lord over my life, who is? Something else, somebody else, maybe even me. We're not called to be passive Christians because that's what these guys are doing. That's what these guys are doing. I was, I was talking to, so those of you who have been interacting with the orality stuff that we've been doing at Hosanna, uh, I was talking to Nate Jory and he went up to one lady and he said, hey, can I, can I share a story about Jesus with you? And she said, that's okay, I already got a church. And it's like, wait, what? I already have a church? Great. Why wouldn't you want to know more about Jesus then? You know, what's wrong here? I already have a church. I'm good. I know I've invited many people to Hosanna. People have told me, well, I don't really go to church. They're like, well, you should come join us at Hosanna sometime. Well, that's all right. I'm already a member somewhere else. But, yeah, but you don't go. Like, what's going on here? No. We're not called to be passive Christians. Being a church member isn't a ticket to heaven. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't want to rag on those people because Jesus isn't talking to those people. He's talking to us people. Well, Lord, I went to church. Isn't that all you want? Well, Lord, I put money in the offering plate. Isn't that all you care about? No. He doesn't want your money. He wants you. Now, your money is part of you, but he wants your money because he wants you. He wants your attention because he wants you. He wants all of you. Like, Lord, but I got all these yucky parts in me. He says, no, I want those too. You need to bring those to me as well. Because the thing is, the less privileged people, those from the east and the west, those from the north and the south, not, not the people here, but other people he will bring in. Because he's calling them too. Like you've got all of this. You've got Moses. You've got Abraham. You've got Isaac. You've got the prophets. You've got all these people. Oh, that's the wrong passage. In that place, um, in that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves cast out. But we have all of this. But I grew up in a Christian nation. Jesus says, so what? That's not the point. That's not the point. I wasn't yours and you weren't mine. You gave yourself to someone else. And so those who gave themselves, even though they're not Jews, even though they weren't Christians from birth, even though they weren't as sanctified as we were, he's saying they're going to come in because they trusted me. But you didn't. And that's the whole point of this. We've been given so much. Have we taken it up? Have we taken it up? So which aspects of ourselves do we need to give to Jesus? That are we holding back with? You know, this, as, as deacons, we've been talking about, okay, what do we do this Advent? Because we've been doing like small groups during the Advent season. And we've been trying to figure that out. Sometimes they seem to go better than others, and that's life. So this year we are doing the, uh, the book disappeared. The book from Paul Day. Oh, Lindy took it. When did you get up here? 
He must have been sneaky. Who knows? I didn't even see him. He's like a ninja. Yeah, except, <laughs> there you go. Now he's in the hoodie. Um, well, we're doing the Paul David trip discussion because as, as we interact with Advent, one of the things, and one of the things that Paul David Tripp is really good about is teaching us to bring our, our emotions. How do we bring our emotions into a better relationship with Jesus? How many of you have emotions? Some of you? Some of us don't. I'll put my arm down. Nathan's got two. All right. <laughs> Some of you have more. But how do we bring those into better submission to Christ? Right? How do we, you know, as Protestants, we're really good about our thinking. Our doctrines are solid. But how do I bring my emotions into Jesus? Like, boy, that's a question. Because we need to learn how do we bring these things? How do we interact with both sadness and joy? How do we interact with that as Christians under the Lordship of Christ? So, with that, let us pray and then we'll go to come. Come, ye thankful people, come. Father, I ask that we would strive. Lord, that you would guide us as we strive, that we'd enter into Jesus, seek him, pursue him, trust him, live out his teachings and his commands. Lord, that we would strive, we'd put our energies there. Bless us now, Lord, that that might be effective. Lord, that you might empower it, that you might be revealed and that you might change us. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that we have to, to deal with these emotional issues too. As Paul David Tripp is so gifted in. Lord, guide us, grant us discernment as we interact with his material. Lord, that we might be drawn closer to Jesus. Father, we look to you now, this Christmas season, this Thanksgiving season. Guide us, Father, for the glory of your name, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.